Welcome to May 2nd's edition of the Red Cloud Research Roundup, hosted by Red Cloud Financial Services. This week from the Red Cloud Securities Research Team, Managing Director of Equity Research David Talbot and Timothy Lee, Mining Analyst, are here to discuss the major events of the week in their coverage universes. David, kicking it off, what's happened this week? Hello, and thank you for the warm welcome. I'm David Talbot, Managing Director and Head of Research at Red Cloud Securities. I'm very pleased to join you today as part of an ongoing series of discussions with the Red Cloud Research Team. Last week, Red Cloud Securities and Red Cloud Financial Services hosted the sixth Benchmark Mineral Intelligence Lithium-Ion Battery Supply Chain Conference. It was held in Toronto as part of its annual world tour. This is the fourth time I've been involved with the tour and was pleased to get Red Cloud involved as well. We look forward to a great continued relationship with BMI, our source for a lot of battery material commentary, pricing, and expertise in raw materials, EVs, and energy storage supply chains. This was the first live conference in a couple years for Red Cloud, and it was very well attended with over 200 people in the room. Red Cloud Securities Research did publish a recap of the conference. We summarized comments from the two keynote speakers from BMI and one speaker from Emotion. It also featured talk highlights of nine lithium and five nickel companies, plus my opening remarks. The report can be accessed for free on the Red Cloud Research Portal at redcloudsecurities.com. Now, I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds here today, but I do encourage listeners to go download the brief report. A few of the takeaways, though, EV penetration is accelerating. The market doubled the 6.6 million EVs sold globally last year, with China representing just over half of new EV purchases. Unit sales are expected to grow another 64% this year into uh, 10.8 million units. Now, Gigafactory battery material capacity also increased 60% year over year. But despite 150 billion US being spent on new battery manufacturing in 2021, commodity supply and supply chains have failed to keep up. Raw material demand is outpacing supply for nickel and lithium in particular, and commodity prices have risen quickly and they are volatile. This has had a lot of OEMs concerned and we are seeing some of them getting more involved at the source. Ford's recent lithium offtake of strategic alliance with Lake Resources, for example. Raw material costs, along with chip shortages, may impact future demand. At very least, costs might influence battery chemistry preferences where practical as well. We believe action needs to be taken now to develop these projects so that we don't have supply gaps in the midterm, specifically between 2026 and 2032, when EV battery manufacturing is really expected to ramp up. Now, a couple of companies I do want to point out that were at the conference that we like. Lake Resources, they are developing its catchy lithium brine in Argentina and we recommend the stock with a buy rating and Australian 315 target price, and this is a Red Cloud banking client. The Lilac demonstration plant is due to arrive on site shortly, as the modules are currently awaiting customs clearance in Argentina. I believe this is the key for addressing the next step of technical risk. 
Lake has achieved several milestones already, having 70% of its debt funding approved by the UK and Canada credit export agencies, its increased planned production rate to 50,000 tonnes per year of lithium carbonate, and Ford is on board with an offtake and strategic alliance. Commercial production is anticipated by 2024. E3 Metals is covered by Red Cloud analyst Kobe Kushner, and we don't rate, rate the stock at this moment. E3 is advancing its Clearwater Lithium Brine project in Alberta. Design work for its field-based pilot plant is going to demonstrate its DLD technology, and that is underway. Drilling of three wells is scheduled for June, and these should help upgrade its large resource base ahead of the pre-feasibility study. Commercial production is anticipated for 2025-26 for this project. Noram Lithium, not rated, is another one of Kobe Kushner's picks. Noram recently put out a PEA on its Zeus project in Nevada. It returned a post-tax MPV of just under 1.3 billion US, using relatively conservative lithium prices. An infill drill program is underway with the goal of upgrading inferred resources ahead of the pre-feasibility study due by the end of this year. We'd also point out Sigma Lithium was also there. Now I refer listeners back to last week's podcast for commentary on Sigma. Tim, there were several nickel companies at the conference as well. What caught your eye this week? Thanks, David. I will talk about two of the nickel companies that presented at the conference. First is Canada Nickel Company. We recommend CNC's stock with a buy rating and a 445 target price. Canada Nickel is a Red Cloud banking client and our firm owns stock. Mark Selby, the company's chairman and CEO, spoke about the company's Crawford Nickel project, as well as its other exploration properties in the Timmins area of Ontario. On the macro front, Mr. Selby pointed to the underinvestment in the nickel space over the past years, leading to the bulk of supply coming from Southeast Asia. However, last year, nickel demand increased by 15%, making large-scale, low-carbon footprint projects imperative to the supply chain. Crawford was discovered about two years ago, and the company has rapidly advanced the project to the PEA stage. A resource update is expected for Crawford in the second quarter this year, with the company anticipating a 50 to 100% increase in size, and this will be followed by the feasibility study, which is likely to include improvements in metallurgical recoveries that could further boost project economics. The second company is Aston Minerals, although this is a company we follow, currently we do not rate the company's stock. Aston is a Red Cloud banking client. Dale Ginn, Aston's managing director, spoke about the company's Edelston project, which is also located in the Timmins area. At Edelston, the company was initially drilling a sizable gold deposit, but then it also encountered nickel and has shifted most of its attention to the boomerang nickel target. Drilling is ongoing with four rigs on the property, particularly focused on the higher-grade Bardwell discovery, where it has encountered highlights such as 0.52% nickel over 162 meters. Metallurgical testing is also underway. Importantly, the initial results include 93% nickel liberation, which indicates that the vast majority of the nickel is in the desirable sulfide minerals. We recently visited the project and were impressed with the size potential of the nickel target at Edelston. That ends the segment this week. Join us next Monday for another edition of the Red Cloud Research Roundup. Just a reminder, we ask that all listeners refer to redcloudsecurities.com for full disclosures. Thanks for listening.